0: hey y'all welcome back to Living transparent on uh, today's episode we are continuing our series of the life book which is based on the book of mark uh, we didn't quite finish chapter six so we are continuing on page 36 if you are following along
1: yes and last episode we left off when jesus got rejected in his hometown and now we're in the part that says jesus sends out the 12 apostles and here he basically sent them to do the same thing that he does, you know, and that's to spread the gospel, spread the love of Jesus, and uh, I love this part that says, uh, Jesus gave them authority over the unclean spirits, and I wrote here on the side, before anything, Jesus has to give you authority, and I think we've seen that in the stories that we have previously read, that Jesus, like, is authority, and he has to give you the authority, if not, then Eh, there's nothing there. But with Jesus' authority, that's more than enough. And here Jesus told the apostles, he charged them to take nothing for their journey except a staff. No bread, no bag, no money. And here I wrote uh, that they didn't need to take anything specific, anything, any fancy equipment to preach a simple message because the, the gospel of God is simple but so great and i just love that um like you know you don't need anything like super fancy or you don't need to um have the most like expensive you know or whatever it may be to spread the word of god and uh moving along um the the disciples went out and they proclaimed that people should
0: repent yeah and uh their job was not to convince people it was just Mm -hmm. to let them know the truth and to uh, spread the like you said the love of god and it was up to the people if they wanted to take that message or if they just oh whatever okay and moving on you know like it was up to them it wasn't the disciples job to convince people it was just to let them know and it was up to the people
1: yeah and that's the same thing with us too like it's not our job to convince people but it's our job to spread the gospel and to To spread the sea, like we said last episode yes and uh, the disciples, they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. So they they literally, they went on to do the, uh, uh, Jesus gave them the authority and they went on to do the thing that Jesus commanded them to do. Yeah. But the most important thing in this part was repent of your sins. You know, they they needed to get that
0: straight first from mm-hmm. like two people, like repent of your sins and turn to the gospel. Yeah so moving on to the death of john the baptist and john the baptist has a crazy story yeah. he went like through everything yeah and we actually we've talked about him because he was the one that made the way for yeah. jesus Uh huh. so in this part um a little backstory john was uh came he was preaching to harold how uh he was telling him how it was wrong of him to be with his brother's wife right he was telling him like that's not good that's not um uh, rightful to say um, yeah like uh, he was telling you he was telling him like nah that's not good that's not okay but then he was like I don't care yeah he was basically. like he was like I don't care what you're saying I'm gonna do it so he went on he went on to doing it and he was sent to prison right uh, because Herod was afraid of killing John because he knew that John was a just and he knew that John was a faithful and loyal man to Jesus mm-hmm. um so he in fear of anything happening happening to himself he didn't kill John he just sent him to prison um so uh i wrote here that john um he would preach to everyone and he would he did it to john it didn't matter that herod was a king yeah he was uh there to do his job and his job was to preach mm-hmm. and he didn't care if he was a king or not he didn't care if he was rich or not he just did it
1: yeah like you know way, he wasn't afraid he was mm-hmm. like okay if i get sent to pr- but i told him yeah you know,
0: it was- so it was like leaving it up to to Herod, like yeah, he like I told you, you do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Like I did my job. Yeah. Um. And so, he knew Herod was afraid of killing him, so he didn't kill him. He got sent to prison. John was sent to prison. Um. And so after this, uh, there was a, a, an opportunity where Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet, and during this banquet, um, so wait a little backstory. Yeah. <laughs> um. Herod's wife, Herodias, had a grudge against him. He wanted to put him to death. Yeah, she, she, like, she, in a way, she hated John. You know, she was like,
1: why are you saying that? You know, like, don't be saying anything. Yeah. And I read in this commentary that Herodias knew the weak points of Herod. You know, she knew that, um, she knew where to, I guess, in a way, where to go in. Mm-hmm. And like you said, she had her daughter. Yeah. And she asked, um in in this case uh the daughter came in and she danced
0: and she pleased Herod and his guests yeah and so i guess they took advantage of this of Harold's um i guess i don't know how to pridefulness as in he was like if i say this i have to do it because mm-hmm. i said it in front of everyone yeah do it.
1: and in which he did because he said ask
0: me for whatever
1: you wish and i will give it to you And it was like the door was opening. Mm -hmm. The door was open there for anything. And uh, the uh, girl, she went to her mother, Herodias, and she's like, for what should I ask? And the mother, still holding on to the grudge, she was like,
0: the head of John the Baptist. Dang. Imagine saying that to your own daughter. like, Yeah. And Herodias' daughter went on to say, I want you to give me at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter. Yeah, that's crazy. And um, I feel like in a way he Herod knew he was like, oh, like, this. why? Is what that. did I do? Like, Ooh. like, oh, I like, shouldn't have done that. Yeah, because he felt sorry. He it says the king exceedingly sorry, but he, to his oaths, to his other guests, he did not want to break his word to her. Yeah. So he was so prideful. She was like, I'm like, like, I have I to, to do it now. Yeah so he did he sent an ex- executioner um to go get john's head and they beheaded john. <laughs> yeah that's crazy like yeah. yeah and he gave it to the girl and the girl was like
1: she, mom yeah she like, I didn't even want you to like "Here, mom like whatever like i don't care what and is it, this <laughs> yeah and i guess the herodias like she just didn't like that john was telling her the truth about her sin mm-hmm. that was it and uh i think for a lot of us, like, obviously, you hate when people tell you that, like, sometimes you like, why did you tell me that? But, like, it's in good, from good cause and from mm-hmm. good intentions and heart. Like, John was like, no, I'm telling you because it's not right and because, like, you know, like, you shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. And that's what, um, I think we we go through a lot. You know, uh, friends, family, they tell you don't be doing that and you get mad. Yeah. But they're telling you out of good intention and good heart. Mm-hmm. So, that story was crazy. It was <laughs> but, crazy. But, um... Now we go to Jesus Feeds the Five Thousand. This is a I feel like this is a really known story. Yeah. Yeah. But uh here uh Jesus um the apostles returned to Jesus, right? And they told him that everything that they had done and uh everything that they had taught, and he said to them, Come away by yourselves to a dissolute place and rest a while. So I highlighted rest a while because i feel like there's just an importance in resting like yeah. every time like you gotta like um take some time and just yeah and um uh, moving on uh there were many people that were coming and going you know and they like the disciples are just trying to go away they're just like oh we just like did all of this, yeah and we just want to rest you know like we we just want to be by ourselves and uh many people were recognizing them and they were like, "Oh, they <laughs> look Jesus like the disciples. Oh my gosh." And they went um, uh, they went towards them, right? And Jesus had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And that's often heard a lot that yeah. we're like sheep without a shepherd and that like he he goes for that one that is lost. And um and jesus began to teach them many things and i really love the part that jesus began to teach them because they were lost you know we we just um like previously before saying that like they didn't have a shepherd they were lost signifying that they were lost but now jesus is here i i uh, jesus is like i realize that you're lost but i'm here to be and be the shepherd yes so I just, I just love that because it just gives me so much comfort that Jesus will always teach us and that he will always, like, be our shepherd in which we can rely on. Mm-hmm. And uh, the disciples, then they were, like, um, like, there were so many people, right, and they were so tired, and Jesus was, like, like, teaching yeah. them, and they are like, oh, my God. Like, You're in a way, like, it would have like, been,
0: like, the disciples who, like, I, I'm so tired, like, just go like it's just
1: yeah right so uh the disciples were like send them away go into the surrounding and that they they can buy whatever they want you know yeah they're hungry but they can they can buy whatever they want something for themselves you know like let them figure that out but jesus said you give them something to eat Uh,
0: and they said to him well i mean like what are we gonna give them to eat you feel like in a way they were being a little sarcastic like well are we gonna spend this much money just to feed them like
1: yeah yeah that's what i i i
0: kind of like understood it that way
1: too like are they worth it, Jesus? Like, and mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, he said, uh, Jesus said to them, "How many loaves do you have? Go and see, you know, like, uh, go and see if we, what we have to give them." And when they, uh, had found out, they said five loaves and two, two fish. fish. I imagine them like, "We only really have this," and they're like, "Yeah, like that's what, it. What, no, what no solution. To, that uh-huh. that's it. You know, period, like, not not realizing that they were talking to Jesus." Uh-huh. And um. First of all, uh, what I wrote here was that the disciples wanted to send the people away, right? What I just said. But Jesus didn't allow that. Jesus was like, no, like, I have compassion over them. That Yeah, I taught them, but I'm going to feed them as well. And it now that I'm thinking about it, it's like uh, they were spiritually fed now. And now they needed to be like, you know, like, like act- fed. fed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I also, I, you know, like, when they went to go and they're like, oh, well, we only have five loaves and two fish. They use what they had i wrote that because like that's all they had and going on like you're you're gonna see that they use that <laughs> to in an, an abundance and so taking the five loaves and the two fish jesus looked up to heaven and said a blessing and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples he blessed god for supplying what they had you know they just had that very little food but he was like it has to be enough like, it has to be enough yeah and crazy thing like, he divided the two fish among them all, and they all ate and were satisfied. Satisfied? They satisfied. Were just, like, yeah, like, they, they were, were like, like, oh, and, like, I'm good. Like, yeah, I'm, like, they were full. Yeah. I, I, I saw, like, in the commentary in another version that they, they were full. You know, it wasn't just like, oh, oh well, I just took one bite. No, it was, they were full. They were satisfied. And it just shows that Jesus was and is able to provide them enough enough that to a point that you're
0: satisfied with what jesus gives you mm-hmm. and i um, going back a little um i feel like the the people were in a way demanding from the disciple, not demanding but like like well you're here now like we're here now like might as well like you know like we're here we can't just leave you know what? When- yeah and also, I kind of
1: read in a commentary that was like Jesus told them to stay because he wanted to sit at the table with them. Yeah, he wanted to like you know, just like for them not to only be like, oh, well, he just taught us, but no, for the, for them to feel that connection, connection yeah. with Jesus. And because like like now that I think about it, like whenever we go out to eat, like we just you know we go out to eat and we have that connection because you're a- you're
0: able to just talk. Yeah. Here, and i feel like that's how it is here yeah and i feel instance. like god knew that their pressing demands were prompted by great needs yeah he was like well i'm gonna well yeah he had compassion towards them. Mm-hmm. he was like oh like they need me right now they need a shepherd i'll be the shepherd yeah you know? i feel like the disciples were like oh like come on like no
1: like not right now not no. today <laughs> <laughs> no thank you no but he was like jesus doesn't waste any opportunities in here yeah the disciples were tired jesus might have been tired too you know but he didn't waste that opportunity he was like no i'm gonna he was putting everyone
0: else um needs before, before him. his yeah so we move on to jesus walks in the water this is na- when i would read this when i was
1: younger
0: but now i look at it from a different point of view as in like jesus like he walked the water. yeah i feel like it's like
1: You can like just easily like go over this story, but it's it it, it's impactful. It's like not just anyone walks on water. Like,
0: come on, Jesus Jesus walks on water. Yeah. So um, he immediately made his disciples get in the boat again. In the boat, yeah, they're always on boat. boat. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So he went up to the mountain to pray, and then over here it also said that he uh he was like he took time for himself to go and pray
1: mm-hmm. and i wrote jesus is driven to prayer yeah. you know and that's how we should be too like in times of distress and anything we should be driven to prayer and that just like like um like that jesus went like by himself to pray that shows the importance just like of how we have to take time for
0: ourselves to in a way to connect with, with jesus yeah and so and it says and about the fourth watch of the night he came to them walking on the sea imagine just seeing like jesus walking on the sea yeah it's
1: crazy <laughs> and
0: um i wrote here like in a way it was just casual for yeah jesus. because he was like he, he went past <laughs> <by laughs> and
1: went to just kind of like he's like oh uh, <laughs> back. He was like probably walking on water he's like oh
0: my gosh i missed him let me go back like walking <laughs> like normally like, crazy. yeah and when they saw him walking on the sea they thought it was a ghost i mean It makes sense. You know, like like someone walking on water. Yeah. uh, Something you see every day.
1: (laughs) Ever. (laughs) (laughs) Ever. Something you see ever. And they cried out. They were terrified. Mm -hmm. They were terrified but then immediately he spoke to them and he said take heart it is i do not be afraid the most famous words do not be afraid he was like guys it's me can you know me come on (laughs) remember remember me (laughs) yeah and then so uh he got into the boat with them and the wind seized and um i wrote here the action of jesus just simply getting into the boat was enough to get them over to the other side because there was a sea, you know, there was kind of, kind of like the other story that we talked about about the storm but in this case it was just like crazy wind Mm -hmm. and like they couldn't get to the the destination but Jesus got on the boat and everything was calm, everything was good and I, um here it's like through this story it is learned that Jesus is in in control.
0: Yes. Like he is is in control control. and he is compassionate too. So once again, he is demonstrating his power and then it says that they were utterly astounded. That's... Well, i mean i would be too i'd be like <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Calm>. <laughs> yeah no that's crazy but their hearts were hardened that's that crazy. that part i was like come on like, like what the, you just heard jesus walking walk. yeah, yeah and like, but
1: then like i thought about myself like when i'm tired i like i'm like don't, don't talk to me you know i'm like no uh, so they were probably so tired obviously the disciples and everything and yeah. you know so well, yeah so, I don't know, but I mean, in a way, yeah, don't ever let um, yourself, like, your heart be hardened that you, like, don't see what Jesus just
0: did in front of you. Yeah. They literally, they were, he was that. Just yeah,
1: now we go to the part that Jesus heals the sick in Genseray. So they got out of the boat after Jesus walked on water and after, you know, they got to the other side. And people immediately recognized him and ran about the whole region and began to bring the sick people on their beds. Like, once again, immediately, like, Jesus, okay, bring him on, bring him on. Yeah. And um, I guess, because I listened to this podcast yesterday, you know, and I've been talking to you about it. Mm-hmm. And in a way, in this podcast, it said that people sometimes um, thought of Jesus just as a doctor and you know i'm reading that i highlighted this i was began to bring the sick people on their bed they were like okay jesus is right here bring everyone and in a way i'm like i don't know what you really like really think about it because sometimes i'm like i i feel like people were just like using yeah jesus sometimes because jesus can do more than healing you know and the the primary
0: thing is like spreading the gospel and being saved yeah, you they know wanted uh jesus because of his miracle miracles and not because of who he was
1: yeah and some and like i'm like no but like like we've said in the other story like jesus is gonna do more than just you you more than just that but yeah that that podcast really left me thinking
0: about like yeah. you know that jesus is gonna do more yeah like the uh the one we read a few episodes back where it was it was a man who was um possessed by demons and uh god saved them, he healed them, and he was set free, and yet he still wanted to be with Jesus. And I feel like all the people just wanted miracles and miracles, and that's it. And leave. And yeah. Like, okay. Thank you for healing, me. Bye. He. But that's he it. wanted to actively be with Jesus at all mm-hmm. times. He wanted to have a connection with him.
1: Yeah. And so, like all the people were bringing um, the, you know, the sick so Jesus could heal him, and um, the people they they were like, even if um, they they didn't say even that was the other lady, but uh, they were. They said they might touch even the fringe of his garments, you know. And going back, it's like the context of the woman that we mm. talked about. I don't know. Like I think it was last episode that she was like, even if I touch your garment, they were since that was so publicly, they were like, oh, if I do that, to yeah. you, then he's gonna mm-hmm. heal me. You know, in a way, that's how I see it. But you just gotta be um, very transparent and vulnerable. Like they were having uh, Jesus. They were having faith in what other people were saying, but not in Jesus. Yeah and that's why sometimes um we see in um stories where Jesus
0: heals them privately mm-hmm. you know yeah um and so we move on to chapter seven where it's uh, it's and it's called traditions and commandments and I feel like this is uh is a very powerful story it's very impactful as in, like I feel like it's very um, it could be applied nowadays yeah and it's very
1: eye-opening especially for like i those that have grown up in church and everything like that it's it's eye-opening and it's something to think about
0: yeah so it it says here holding on to the tradition of the elders and when they came out to the marketplace marketplace they did not eat unless they washed so a little backstory they could not eat certain foods unless they did a certain procedure before eating like Mm -hmm. washing their hands profusely or like washing their hands with this certain soap and not eating certain foods because they were like, we don't want to like become unclean because of this foods or because we didn't wash our hands and stuff. Like yeah. That. And
1: th- this, again, was like the Pharisees, the ones, yeah. the ones that would always hold, like, religion
0: and traditions over everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here, um, the disciples were eating, and they didn't practice that tradition before mm-hmm. eating. So they were like, why do your disciples uh not walk according to the tradition of the elders um and Jesus was like well Isaiah well did Isaiah prophecy of your hypocrites as it is written so he was you hypocrites like what the
1: heck? yeah and i i put here that um the pharisees like going back a little the pharisees evaluated Jesus against measures of their religious traditions mm-hmm. you know because here it also says and there are many other traditions that they observe so they were always observing they were always like okay what aren't they doing? Mm-hmm. And that's when Jesus is like, you are hypocrites. You know, and that's when, that's so strong. Like those words, hypocrite, That that's yeah. strong. And imagine Jesus telling you that, like, you are hypocrites. That- and, and it's because the Pharisees, they had the image of being religious, but they weren't like acting out on it. They were just saying, yeah, I'm so religious. I do this and this, but you're not truly applying it to your life you know and that's what jesus was basically saying here they were too focused on traditions
0: that it made people not want to come to god yeah and i feel like that is so seen in, in, in church today, yeah like that like especially like old-fashioned shirts where they're like well you can't do this and you're not wearing this and you can't do that if you're doing this and mm-hmm. you know they put too many rules that jesus never like spoke about them yeah. in the bible and then this next part is like y'all yeah, this is crazy it says this people honors me with their lips but their heart is far from me in vain do they worship me teaching as doctrines the commandments of men that's crazy they're like he's saying like yeah you're saying like you're saying you're religious but are you like is your heart right with your lips like yeah it's not yeah and then
1: i also i saw like this one tiktok that was like with that same mouth you talk bad about people that same mouth that comes negative things is the same mouth you worship god and i was like
0: oh because that's true yeah a lot of people go to church and they're like oh yeah i worship you whatever and then they go out and they're like saying all this bad stuff about people or even their actions like they oh yeah the
1: actions speak a lot so yeah. that's what jesus was saying like you say you love me you say you know you worship me and everything but where is the action where is it behind what you're saying yeah so
0: it's just in vain do they worship me that's crazy or like people who post a bunch of stories on so you're like reading my bible oh i'm bible study at yeah. church and then and then you meet them in person and they're like a the complete, complete opposite yeah. and you're like what like what happened like what's yeah um and so then he says you leave the commandments of god and hold on to the tradition of men yeah that that's that's you never want to leave the
1: commandment of god for never. anything you know and they they were not truly like you said they were not truly focusing on the word of god they were just focusing on the the in a way they were focusing okay how am i gonna look yeah how am i gonna appear to other people you know i want to appear righteous to other people but that's not the case like we like my one of my favorite verses in galatians like you are not here to please people but you are like a servant of the
0: christ yeah you know and that that's what like all of this is talking about and imagine other people like uh coming to god and be like oh like is that what it is like i don't want to do that like that's and that's i feel like that's how it is yeah like like oh like they set the standards way too high as in like people were like no like i'd rather just not you know like that's too much yeah um and he said to them you have a fine way of rejecting the commandment of god in order to establish your tradition yeah god is just going at it (laughs) yeah you guys are like i don't know i know he was like you know why we're not in the traditions i'll tell you (laughs) and he goes on and he says for moses said honor your father and your mother and whoever reviles your uh reviles father or mother must surely die so in a way here um i wrote how when you're younger you're how the old testament said you have to honor uh, your mother and your father right Mm -hmm. and in a way here i said how yeah it's our duty to obey and honor our parents but as we grow up and become our own person with our own life like in a way, we start like departing from our parents, but in no way you we still should have, have to honor them. Yeah, we s- over, over everything have to honor our parents. Yeah, I feel like that's how I, I understood this part. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then it, it says towards the end it says, thus making void of the word of God your tradition that you have handed down in many such things you do.
1: Yeah, so they're holding on to the traditions that they're letting go
0: of the word of God. God. Like that's, what uh, to what point? Were they that they were like, like, Jesus is like, nah, like, like, what's wrong with you? It's like, you guys are not doing the right thing. Yeah, that's crazy. So we move on to the next part that says, what defiles a person? Mm-hmm. And here we start off with uh,
1: Jesus. Uh, he called the people to him again, and he said to them, hear me, all of you, and understand, and there's, there's, like, significance in that, because when you hear someone, you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah," you know, sometimes, but here, Jesus isn't just telling you, hear me, you know, he's telling you, understand, understand what I'm going to tell you, because it's important, and because it it has, it's going to have a significant impact in your life, and, um, he says there is nothing outside a person that by going into him can defile him but the things that come out of a person are what defile him you know and i i wrote you're identified but
0: by, by what you produced mm-hmm. that's crazy and then he also says then are you also without understanding don't you see that whatever goes in a person from outside cannot defile him since it enters not his heart but his stomach and is expelled so she was like you guys are, like, not understanding this. Mm-hmm. It's not about your stomach. It's not about what you eat. It's about your heart. It's about what's in your heart, you know? And I feel like they were focusing um, on the wrong things. And it's not about the food, like I said. It's about the heart. And they were focused on what goes in, but not what's inside of
1: them. like they're Yeah, and also, like, um, I read in a commentary that it's not, like, really what... In a way, it is what goes in, but what matters most is, is what goes out comes out of you yeah because then that that means that's what you're producing inside yeah. and that that's what here it's telling you know, like what what comes out of you is what, what defines, defines you yeah because if like uh hatred comes out of you negativity comes out of you then you have that in yeah. your heart but if like like a joy
0: and, and contentness comes out from you then then you're truly filled yeah it says for what comes out of a person is what defiles him like you just said mm-hmm. for Uh, from within one of for within out of the hearts man comes evil thoughts
1: and that's 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 true true. if you if your heart is not conformed to christus then it's like you know it, it 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 can there's like a thing with like you know how many people are like follow your heart okay, but to what extent is your heart conformed to Christ or is your heart conformed to the pleasures of this world? Because if your heart's conformed to the pleasures of, the, of this world, then evil is going to come out. You know, sexual imor- immortality, theft, murder, adultery, and that's all that Jesus
0: is saying here, you know? So you have to set your heart right first, conform you yeah. to God. All these evil things come within and defile a person. Mm-hmm. That's what Jesus said, and it's yeah. so true, it's so powerful. And I feel like a lot of people don't really understand that, you know? They're yeah. like, yeah. Well, it's all, it, like we just said, like, it's about music because it's it's going in and it's bad. it is bad. But why are you listening to that music? Is it because your heart desires to do worldly things? You you have to check the desires of your heart. And you uh-huh. have to, like, um, we had
1: to talk, like, what are your intentions yeah. with that? You know, so what are your heart intentions? Uh-huh. And here Jesus is saying that, you know, you are identified by what you produce.
0: Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next part of the Syrophoenician's woman's faith. um, And here Jesus went into this woman's uh, house and he didn't want anyone to like see him. But in a way, like it was impossible. He was Jesus. you know. Yeah. Way. And I wrote it was unusual. You know, yeah. it was unusual because we're going to go in it yeah, yeah. a little bit. Um, uh, so this do- this woman had a daughter who was filled with unclean spirits. And the woman so was so desperate that he she was like oh, I need Jesus like I know that Jesus she had faith in Jesus yeah in what he could do in his power but the woman was a Gentile so that's yeah what Jesus so was that's like, the yeah. that that's a a, a major uh,
1: key Gentile yeah. you know and that's why it was unju- unusual for Jesus to be there because like the unge- uh, uh, Gentiles were the ones that weren't yeah they were like Jews and Gentiles. like yeah. they, like, they it, did on mix yeah yeah and it was like.
0: They they were, like, separate, yeah, a way, you know? And it was, it was... It was, like, the Jews and, like, the Gentiles. Yeah. Like over mm-hmm. here. um. And so she begged Jesus to cast out the demon out of her daughter. And he said to her, Let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. So that part, when we read it, we like, we like, wait, we like, no, what? I know,
1: we're like, wait, what? what? <laughs> but then now we, like, looked into it, yeah. And it says, let the children be fed first. And Jesus initially came down for the for the Israelites. You know, he that now for the chosen people. That that was it. And um that's why it's like that that they they should receive it first. Mm-hmm. You know? But then it says, uh, it, it's not right to take the children's bread. It's like, no, because that that's for the chosen people. You yeah. know, and, and throw it to the dogs and okay, the dogs, right? We're like, what? What dogs? Um. So we read in a commentary that back then, since the Gentiles and the Jews weren't, they were like two separate groups, right? They referred to the Gentiles as dogs, dogs. in a way to like uh put him in a lower level. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jesus was like saying uh to uh like it's not okay to take the children's bread, the word of God, and throw it to the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. Because uh once again, like um and I wrote here, Jesus came for the Jews, it was intended for them first, you know. But the woman responded with great faith, and she answered him, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Yeah. And that's like I feel like if Jesus would have told me like, you know, the first thing, like, um like uh uh don't take the children's bread and throw to the dogs or can really leave no <laughs> No, but uh, the woman she was like yes lord but like even the dogs under the table you know mm-hmm. and that just shows great faith in her and by saying that she acknowledged what jesus is saying you know she acknowledged that okay yeah i i know that you know you necessarily didn't like come for us you came for your chosen people but like i know that your compassion and your mercy is so big that I can receive a little bit, and even if I get, like, one crumb, I want that crumb, you know, and, uh, Jesus said to her, for this statement, you may go on your way, the demon has left your daughter, because of the woman's great faith, Jesus was still able to perform, uh, a great miracle and blessing, you know, and here we see that, like, no, it, it doesn't matter, you know, like, Anything there is no limitations for Jesus.
0: Yeah. Um and it says that they she went home and found the child lying. Like you oh like oh and like the, it was nothing. Yeah, and him. the demon was gone, you know, demon because
1: Jesus had healed her because of the woman's faith. You know, like she didn't she wasn't easily and I feel like the story can like relate to like you know when you go through certain trials and tribulations like you easily get discouraged this woman was not discouraged she was she like yeah she
0: wanted and she yeah it's not gonna move with
1: that she like. was not gonna yeah she wasn't she's was like jesus i'm not leaving you until you like give me my blessing until you 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 help me you know she was determined she was determined to get her
0: blessing and miracle yeah so moving on to jesus he was a deaf man so here jesus had returned and he was in the sea of galilee Um, and, uh, there was this man, uh, who was deaf and mute, right? He had a Mm -hmm. speech impediment. And so they begged him to lay his hand on him, to, like, cure him. And taking him aside from the crowd privately, 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 (laughs) yeah, yeah. He put his fingers into his ears after spitting, after spitting, touched his tongue and looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, be opened and to
1: the part aside from the crowd privately it's like there's so many methods in the way that jesus works Mm -hmm. you know like we we i said right now like Mm -hmm. there's a method in which jesus can heal you publicly there's a method in which jesus can heal you privately and it just like um it it shows that there's no like i said right now there's no limitations for jesus and that he's gonna like do anything Mm -hmm. like you know to help
0: you get your blessing and he'll do the unexpected Mm -hmm. um he'll do it personally to everything like he'll do a personal encounter exactly Mm -hmm. and that's so
1: true like uh maybe this man needed to be healed privately for a reason and he
0: did it personal to that Uh yeah and after he said be open his ears were open and his tongue was released and he spoke plainly Mm -hmm. as if nothing happened like what yes that's crazy but jesus charged him to not tell no one but then um the more he would tell them don't tell anyone geez. they were like telling everyone yeah there's always
1: <laughs> yeah but i guess that and like don't tell anyone i guess i would always be like why wouldn't jesus want people to know but now i understand now i'm beginning yeah. to understand now i'm like because people are just like they're 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 in a way Maybe they are believing, but maybe many weren't believing, and they were like, "Well, let's take him to see." You know, like they were always looking for the bad and the. Yeah, but Jesus wanted to be personal with you, so yeah. he was like, "No, don't, don't. Like this is between you and me. Like, yeah, has to know." You know? And it, and now I get it because sometimes, like you know, when you talk to someone, it's like it's between you and me. Like not everyone has to know, and Jesus is slowly gonna start working, like you know, between you and him, and then he like he's gonna move on and move yeah. and like he's gonna be able to work with more people like him and other people you know and i, I feel like that's how it is like yeah jesus is gonna like have a personal encounterment with each and every one
0: of us for those who seek him yeah. obviously mm-hmm. and they were astonished beyond measure saying he has done things well he even makes a deaf hear and the mute speak now they were like, yeah. oh my god, they were not terrified he, anymore. And
1: I love that it says, he has done all things well. Everything Jesus does is well and is good. That's so powerful. So yeah. good. So that was the end of this, you know, so many things again like it's just
0: like every single story has a different meaning and different I different impact. Yeah, and I take it so personal like <laughs> But now, now that I'm reading it, I'm like, dang, this is so like. You understand how? Huh? Like, yeah. I, I'm like, my mind is like, yeah, I've been like, I
1: have just telling you, and right I was like, girl, I've been like, you know, like getting into it and like just like really like just it's learning. So, so interesting so well. how everything is like in a way connected to like just everything's yeah. connected together. And you're just like it like oh my gosh, oh <laughs> yeah. my gosh. yeah, it's like a puzzle and like yeah. slowly you're getting a piece here and a piece there, but. Thank you so much for uh, listening and we watching. We're watching us. We yeah, we greatly appreciate it so much. And thank you. God bless you.